Queens. Hello and welcome back to Mummy Jojo and Cut Mojo Injection, episode 41. I'm delighted to be back to hook you up with those Mojo Injections to give you a boost, to motivate and inspire you and to remind you that you're not alone. We all face struggles. We all have this thing called a mind. It's not our fault, so don't be so hard on yourself. There are loads of things we can do to exercise our mind to look after it. One of those being mindfulness and I've just completed an amazing eight week course on that and yesterday I meditated for over five hours. Never thought that would be possible Um, but really passionate about bringing you more content around that and how we can exercise our minds and look into why we are certain ways and, and what's holding us back and challenge those stories. Um, In terms of Marie Kondo, there's been a lot of chat with experts on the podcast. I've got some batched, perhaps a hint for what's coming your way this week. Um, I'm very interested in emotional, digital and mental decluttering. So we'll be exploring that deeply over the next couple of months to help you with that. And yeah, Marie Kondo, eat your heart out. I've got the Batch Lady this week. She's uh, doing amazing things. She's everywhere at the moment. And she, Suzanne and I have been friends for a few years now. We've filmed together on our farm. She's been in my kitchen filming. We've had loads of great times and I'm sure there'll be many more to come. Today she gives so many tips around batching, batching gifts food batching obviously Christmas batching clothes batching oh it's just great you're definitely going to get a lot from this episode I'm delighted to have her I want to thank you for all the messages over the past couple of weeks it's been busy picked up a Women of Inspiration award which was so humbling Um, I met so many wonderful ladies that night just before International Women's Day Um, I did a wild swim with loads more amazing ladies to see the sunrise on International Women's Day so that was really great you may have seen that across the press I'll have some more blogs coming out about wild swimming shortly Um, and yeah just really exploring this process of decluttering I was chatting on BBC about it and something I noticed um, that came up was the motivation we have you know it, it can be really easy when we're living with a perfectionist to be less motivated and I spoke about this in an article for Psychology's magazine that I shared on my social channels this week so you can check that out if you want some tips on decluttering your relationship um, to spice it up decluttering your life in the hope that it will make things a bit easier at home right enough ramble it's time to get sunk into this amazing chat with the one and only the batch lady thanks guys please give lots of stars she deserves loads of them get hitting rate us um, share us let people know where to come for their weekly mojo injection Right, wonderful, and one more, I think we're good to go. Right, welcome, how are you? Right, yeah, great, it's really nice to be here. Oh, it's so lovely to have you here. We've wanted to do this podcast for a while, actually, but we're both so busy, as <laughs> so many of us are, and we're like, we'll get around to it, and I'm like, it's now 2019, how's that happen? I know, and I listen to your podcast all the time, and I was like, one day, oh. I'm going to get on it. Yes! <laughs> Well, it's an honour to have you on it. It's really nice to be here. It's, um, you've just gone like, boom, and uh, you're everywhere, and things are really, they're going so well, so well done. Thank you, yeah, it's been a crazy 18 months, yeah. which has been from not planning to do anything, not knowing about that I was going to do this, to just crazy, and different life now, but great fun, I'm it's, loving it. It's crazy, the Batch Lady, like you've created this brand that thousands of people are tuning into, and... It's really exciting. Thank you. Yeah, I think it just, it just um, it's basically normal food for normal people. So it really connects with, nor- with us, normal yeah, yeah. people who are, you know, busy, working, dealing yeah. with kids, all of that sort of stuff. Um, um, yeah, so it just, it's, it's real, which yeah. I think helps me. Yeah, that's what people um, want. They don't want robots. They just want real solutions real advice real content to help them get through the madness of life the busyness all the things that we all struggle with you know yeah and, and we're, we're all we're all doing it every day and um 
you know, God, I'm still in it. You should have seen me this morning, you know, kids out to school, walking the dogs, getting up here, you know, it's, it's what everybody does, all that sort of, as working mummies and dads yeah. and everybody else, we're all sort of in it together and it's busy. So, yeah, um, so yeah I think it just, um, it's just appealed to people, which is why it isn't something that I've had to build or think about doing. It's just naturally progressed from, yeah. from, from showing some friends and that's it it's just happened yeah which is amazing yeah and actually people are now coming to me we've got some really exciting projects in the pipeline mm-hmm. and um and it's opportunities are coming to me which shows that I, I'm, I'm trying to go with that flow of things just happen if they're going to happen yeah I think that's um, a really good I think when you push too hard you know and, and you probably feel like myself it's, you're too busy to really push anyway because you're doing everything else but when you push oh I need to do this I need to do that just Hold back a little bit, because if it's meant to happen, things will naturally come if you're working hard and you love what you do. Yeah. Things will naturally come your way anyway. I think that's it, yeah. And I completely love what I do. I'm really passionate about the fact that this helps people. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm really passionate about, is mm. it does work, it is a good method, and it does help us mm. all busy working parents and grandparents look after kids like your grand- your parents mm. sometimes do. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, and even singles coming in from work, you know, it sort of just helps busy people. And, and that's why I'm passionate about it, really. Yeah, and we've, we've spoken about this in the past when I came out to your gorgeous farm and your kitchen and I was drooling. I was like, this place is amazing. Yeah, it is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it because you get the city fix as well. Um, but we spoke on a video about where this passion came from. Do you want to tell us a bit about when you were just really struggling with trying to keep on top of everything, help care for parents, and then you thought, yeah. Um, so it basically, I had been uh, an at-home mummy. So mm-hmm. I had um, finished working. So I had been working in London, mm-hmm. um, sort of doing time management sort of stuff. That's really what you know my degree was in and what I'm into and um, stopped working and, um, and had my first son and then went on to have my second. And um, and then as everybody will in some stage, um, go on to look after elderly parents if they've got any health problems. Ours just happened to come when our children were one in three. And Bad timing. But yeah, I mean, sort of Alzheimer's doesn't choose its time, but yeah, we, we did have that sort of, it was tricky. So um, we were dealing with, um, health issues with my parents-in-law and trying to help them out and I had two young kids. Um, sort of when you need, you would hope you would maybe have a bit of help. You, yeah. You sort of need as much. I mean, parenting is so hard, at that, especially when they're really young like that. So to have the extra responsibility, it's just, it's really tough. Yeah, and, and gosh, they're amazing people and they were brilliant. Um, and we all just sort of mucked in as a family. Mm-hmm. So my role in it was to help with evening meals and to help with cooking and um, so we had lots of carers coming back and forth and so we were doing lots of you know one day there could be just four of us and the next day there's 12 of us and there was a sort of and it, it sort of happened that every single day I was just on a constant treadmill of what's for dinner what's for dinner what's for dinner at the weekends what's for lunch then what's for dinner you know and it just continued like that and um and I just got to the stage after a few years that I just thought what else do I do in life yeah. You know, you're so busy caring for so many people and mm. trying to do your bit. And actually, the thing is, and we all know this, when we when you cook evening meals, you don't really get a thanks for it. Yeah. In fact, if you're cooking for a lot of people, there's always somebody that doesn't like it. Yeah. So you're more... It's more that everybody's going to have a little sort of like, oh, is there not garlic bread this time? And oh, it's a bit spicy. And it's like, oh my God. Um, Family life when you just say exactly what you think and you take things for granted. Like I know myself, I'll come down at um, the weekend and Scott's made breakfast because he's from a bed and breakfast background and he takes pride. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm getting a bit bored of breakfast. Maybe I'll just have something different. And then you feel bad because... Yeah, because the person work. cooking is going, what? And I used to get lots of, um, oh, we're we having the same thing. Um, you know, oh. could you go around the shops and see if you, something jumps out at you oh. and we can have something different? And it was just a bit sort of pressure because I was still working, running the farm and, and the holiday cottages and doing various other things. So um, basically, I went a bit sort of bad crazy. I just went. I've had enough. I cannot do this. This cannot be my life at the moment. And I also felt like I was missing out on the kids a bit because when 
you're feeding other people that are coming and going and on that sort of prime time of like mm-hmm. five till seven and you've got little ones and you're trying to bath one yeah. and, and feed other people and, and it all gets a bit, that's a really, I'm very conscious when I look at time that mm-hmm. that time of five till seven in the evening mm-hmm. is hectic, it's mad, mm-hmm. but it's also quite precious. Yeah. And um, I was listening to one of your other podcasts the other day about um, I think it was Jill who was talking about getting kids out in the morning, getting them in the car and sort of like screaming and get in the car, let's oh. go. And actually you can have that exact ordeal coming back in the house mm-hmm. at that sort of five till seven at night where oh, yeah. it's just like, I want to sit and ask the kids about their day and mm-hmm. do their homework with them, but I'm, co- I'm trying to cook a dinner and clean up and walk the dog and do all of that sort of stuff. And it can be quite a crazy time, actually. It can be. I think a lot of parents call it the witching hour. Have you yeah. heard of that? Yeah. yeah. Scott hates that expression. <laughs> I hate when people say the witching hour, but it's so true. Yeah. The witching hours, you know, and you're just like, kids either pulling at your feet or someone needs something. And when you're trying to cook, yeah. you're like, I don't know, oh, I could do without this. <laughs> exactly. So basically, I just got to that stage and I just felt broken. You know, yeah. I just thought this is this going to be my life for the next little while. And um, and then I had started um, following a few um, sort of American people who were doing a bit of batch cooking because I mm-hmm. thought maybe I could do that. But I didn't want to just be cooking a big vat of like the same thing and trying to fit it in my freezer, you know, yeah. 10 spaghetti bolognese or something. Um, and so I just started really looking at the, the con- like, so my background is in time management. I'm really mm-hmm. into studying that. And I thought, why don't I go back and look at what I used to do and work and put yeah. it into my own personal life? Clever. Try to help myself. Yeah. You know, like in that, that way that um, somebody told me the other, the other week that I've been doing is writing on a diary. You write down what the end of the day what sort of happened and stuff and then you write on the side of it as your friend you give yourself advice as if you were a friend and it was a bit of the same sort of thing you know I sort of thought right come on you used to teach people how to manage time in their lives go back and do it Uh in your own life whether you're in the corporate world or not doesn't really matter anymore so uh, I went back and looked at my mummy life and uh, Mm -hmm. decided to um, look at time management and so I came up with this concept of actually why don't I start spending one hour a week and cooking meals that were all quite similar ingredients so you and I have done them in the videos before so if you're going to do fish pie then you may as well do fish cakes and you may as well do fish chowder because they use almost exactly the same ingredients Mm. and then you double the recipe and you've got six meals Mm. in the space of what would have taken one fish pie you get one meal and another five in the freezer and I started to do that on a Sunday morning in my pajamas watching Netflix Uh And I suddenly thought, God, I'm I'm actually quite organised. I've already got the week ahead sort of done, you know. Oh, such a nice feeling because there's so much chat about decluttering at the moment, whether that be, you know, batch cooking or cleaning up your admin or whatever. It's just like a a weight. You just feel lighter, don't you? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I sort of feel like I love Marie Kondo that everybody's into just now. I mean, you know, you've been to my house. I I like to be organised and stuff like that. And I think this is a very similar thing, but looking at evening meals. It's about, this whole thing is a bit about mindfulness, you know, thinking in advance of what you want to do. Um, So it really helps you think, right, what's happening this week? What sort of food do I need? Um, When are we going to eat? When don't we need to eat? There's days swimming lessons and you need to feed your kids cheese toasties as quick as possible and get back out the door. Um, And so I do sort of see the bachelor day a little bit like a Marie Kondo of the kitchen because what it does is if you get into it, it just gives you headspace. And that's, I think, what a lot of us all want is that headspace. If you can manage your time and get your... Um, all those mundane everyday chores that we all have to do choosing our clothes getting up in the morning feeding everybody a meal it's the same thing we do day in day out choosing your packed lunch if you can get all those mundane things done in a very short period of time then it means that you can have more time which is now what I have it takes me about 10 minutes to put an evening meal on the table that's full of hidden veg and everything and actually I don't have any dishes to do apart from the plates that we're eating so then your two hours is yeah, like boom. Makes me a nicer mummy. Yeah, because <laughs> when you're on top of it for your mental health, 
it just really helps, doesn't it? It does, because I was I was listening to you the other day actually, and you were going, I've had a great week, oh. I'm really organized, oh, such my a house feeling. is tidy, oh. I feel great. And it's that, isn't it? Mm. It's the same with if you can do your meals in advance, you know, you automatically start the week on a better note. Yeah, it's it's a massive like weight. And it's kind of making this space where you're cooking, because there's so much chat about mindful cooking at the moment. So do you like to put the music on or have you got a way that you can enjoy those batching moments? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy the sort of like, um, the, just let's just get across. I don't really enjoy cooking. Yeah. So I might be the batch lady, but I'm the batch lady because I don't particularly enjoy cooking that uh-huh. much. It's because it has to be done. Yeah. That I have to do it. I enjoy cooking if people are, you know, if you guys are coming over for yeah. supper, then I'm like, yeah, I'd really enjoy it. But generally, I don't really enjoy it that much. But what I do enjoy is Sunday morning, I stay in my pyjamas, which nice. I never get to do because I live a million miles away from a school run. So I'm always in the car first thing. So um, pyjamas, I usually have a Netflix series on that I like know so I can sort of half watch and listen to. Love that. Um, and um, and then I just follow the recipes on the website. Mm-hmm. Um which are in a little box at the side of my iPad. And literally, because this is what people should try, right? If you're busy in the kitchen and you're cooking 10 meals in an hour, which is lots of my sections are about 10 meals in an hour, um, is your husband and kids think you're really productive, so they leave you alone. So my husband starts saying, well, mummy's busy. Yeah. And I'm like, ka-ching. Oh, it's actually a bonus. You know, so it's a bonus, actually. I get stuff done, get it in the freezer. It only takes me an hour. And actually, that hour on the Sunday morning is quite relaxing. Yeah. We're an hour midweek. I mean, it's I always say an hour on a Sunday morning is, you know, that's worth so much more an hour in midweek. Mm-hmm. You know, that hour at six till seven is like so. I want I want that more than I want an hour on the Sunday morning. So I'm quite happy to give an hour of my Sunday morning. Yeah, because you've got more time. You've got more time on the weekends. You know, the majority of us do. Or if you have your days off, different days, you can work it around. But how do you get inspiration? Because you cook so many different dishes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I just. So my whole thing is normal food. Mm-hmm. So I. I think there's a massive sort of a. There's a huge difference between the chefs that we watch on TV who are actual chefs mm-hmm. and us sort of like, can I say normal people, you know, as normal people every night. I don't think many of us get the recipe book out, although we've all got hundreds of them, but we don't get them out and go, tonight we're having such and such. Um, so I tend just to go, my inspiration tends to be on what we generally just eat mm-hmm. of our, what what we eat as a nation, you yeah. know, pesto pasta, spaghetti bolognese, shepherd's pie, fish pie you know we all eat quite similar fajitas that sort of thing kind of food yeah um Mm. uh, and what i tend to do is someone told me this when i first got started they said look at the big supermarkets and go Mm. around and look in the ready-made aisle Um, because they've spent millions of pounds working out what what people people want want. to eat Mm, so i just take that three millions of pounds marketing and i walk around and quite often i'm just taking pictures of the ready meals in the aisle and then i think oh hunter's chicken you know, so um, there's a shop, I won't say who they are, but there's a shop that you can buy Hunter's Chicken that's like £6 for two chicken breasts wrapped in bacon with some um, with some barbecue sauce over it. Mm. You know, where actually you can make that for pennies and you can make it really quick. Yeah. You can make it up raw and just put it in your freezer, yeah. um, bring it out and you've got a full meal, you know, Amazing. and it, it saves you so much money. Oh, um is. And, uh, and also, you know, where your stuff came from. So I'm really into knowing where stuff comes from. Um, I don't have any sort of food politics. I mean, I'm into like, you know, I've done a vegan section, a vegetarian section. I'll, I'll do anything. You know, we sort of, as a family, eat everything. Um, but I think it's sometimes quite nice to know where the actual, if you're eating a ready meal, where the meat came from. Yeah. I'm a bit funny yeah. about that. I, I'm a bit wary too, actually. And I think more and more people want to know where their food's coming from. And, you know, there's so much pressure now to, to get that right. So I guess when you're making it, you you know you have that kind of... Yeah, and it's the same... Thing. I mean, when we talk about headspace, I think as parents or as... I mean, for any of us now, you know, we're all quite health conscious compared to what we used to be. Mm-hmm. So um, you, you always have that guilty thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I feel really bad that we're having a you know, a pizza or a ready-made lasagna or a, and it's got a lot of salt in it and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really know what else is in it. We're... 
basically by batching stuff you're making your own ready meal yeah it takes as it, it takes as little time as putting a ready meal in the microwave yeah because you've already made it as a ready meal but you know exactly what's in it so yeah. like my spaghetti bolognese i always put grated carrot through it yeah. you know and an extra tin of tomatoes and a few things that the kids won't notice yeah but all of a sudden and then it does that headspace is really nice when mm. you put out that spaghetti bolognese it might have only taken you seven minutes to make yeah doesn't mean it was any less love but you're putting it out and you're thinking actually I made that myself and my kids are eating good home cooked food and you know what's in it yeah. what's your all time favourite meal out of everything you make or does it change do so you have like a couple that you're like that's the best uh, ok so one of my all time um, favourite which actually your husband won't like because he doesn't like um, fish pie oh it's so good he I likes love... fish cakes but he doesn't like the fish I pie I love that fish pie yeah so it's homemade fish pie and it mm. takes 6 minutes I mean, six minutes for two family ones. That's how long it takes to make. That's my ultimate favourite because it's really tasty. It's comforting. It's healthy. Tons of fish in it for the kids. And, um, And it takes six minutes. So good. I mean, I used to make it when friends came over for years and years and none of them ever knew how I made it. Yeah. And they used to go, oh my God, fish pie, that's amazing. And now they all laugh and go, did this take you six minutes? <laughs> I'm like, it's still the same fish pie as you used to love. <laughs> I love it. I often order it when we're out because I'm like, Scott, it's one thing that just can't make. Well, now I've got my fish cake tip. Um, but I'm not the batch lady. I'm not as good as you. I try and batch more though. You have. Yeah, I, I've been watching you. You yeah, have been actually. I am trying, yeah. but uh, and I've, I, it was so nice to see some of my readers and stuff start batching, and we're posting the images. You know when we did that block. Batch, oh yes. And they were so proud of themselves. You know they're like, yes, look, I've done this. I've had a productive weekend. So it was really nice to actually see that they got something from the videos, and they were like inspired yeah. to, to keep going. And and what I always say is, if nobody's done it before, then don't start on my section which is 10 meals in an hour you know because that's quite a a lot to get your head around but instead whatever you generally make on a weekly basis anytime you make it just double it and put one in the freezer and if you do that for a week if you if you made something and put the another one in the freezer then in two weeks time you can have a whole week off of cooking meals oh it's perfect so it's a good way to get started is just start doubling up what you do oh it's just the best time management and oh I just find it's it's something you know if you were because stress is such a huge problem at the moment for people Mm. and if you were to write a list of all the things that we could get triggered by in the day there's so many isn't there yeah it's like and yeah this is what I often look at um in terms of my own life as well like so I have to leave the house at 7.30 with the two kids and the three dogs walked and so it's always a manic from getting up at 6 till 7.30 it's a bit manic in our house so um, I batch tons of stuff now, not just food. Like, for instance, on a Sunday evening, I'll take about half an hour, I'll run a bath, and while the bath's running, I sort of go through and I think, right, what am I on this week? Okay, so um, I know that Monday I'm at the gym, and then I'm at home for the rest of the day, so I can be lazy and stay in my gym clothes and pretend I've just came from the gym. Oh, nice. um, Tuesday I'm, I'm seeing Joe, so I'll make sure that I'm wearing something nice because we're recording it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I quickly just grab out a few of those outfits and I put the shoes with it and stuff and so I sort of batch my clothes in a way it means it's sort of do you know what it takes away that headspace because the problem is if you don't you wake up and you're like and then my kids start saying like I can't find the hairbrush and I'm looking for a matching pair of tights and I'm like I don't know yeah that's hard (laughs) isn't it um yeah so I'm all about headspace I think if you can clear a lot of a lot of that mundane stuff that you know that it, it's the stuff that every single day that you have to do yeah so whether you like it or not if you have to do it every single day it's quite mundane yeah and if you yes. can clear that out then you feel so much better because like you've that. said as well like you know come if, you, if you've decided what's for dinner and you've got it laid out and you know what you're doing mm-hmm. you don't have that sort of three o'clock pick up the kids and go yeah. oh my god do I need to go to the co-op what have I got in the house uh-huh. do I have this oh we're going to eat pesto pasta again uh, <laughs> and I love do. pesto pasta so but I. you get to a point where you're like right okay yeah um, I'm sure my kids are going to stop eating it because <laughs> it's like our go-to meal as well but so, yeah I think really it's not what I always what I've always said to you is the batch lady isn't really about cooking it's yeah. not really about recipes it's about a method that just gives you headspace and mm-hmm. gives you a bit more time in life to do the sort of 
nice things that we want to do. Yeah, yeah. I like that though. So batch cooking, batch uh, clothing, <laughs> any other sort of decluttering things that you would use in your busy, frantic, fun life? Um, yeah, so I, um, so I love to um, batch Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah, so I do a bit of, well, I did it, so I've batched the Christmas food, so once a month I cook something for Christmas and throw it in the freezer. Um, So I did that last year, but um, also, um, I think, Christmas presents, you know, so, um, for instance, just before I came here, I stopped at, um, I won't say where you live, so I I stopped somewhere just along the road, because I live in the middle of nowhere, so obviously there's no shops, and um, I was in Monsoon, and they had like a big 70% off rack and there oh, you know so I picked up some stuff and I'll put it away you know and it'll be for kids birthdays or various things oh. and I generally keep a list on my phone and then just think oh that's done that's done but a great one to do is um so um you're like me you'll have um kids in different classes at school and I've got a boy and a girl and so they come back and they're going to another birthday party and it's the same birthday parties every year so once a year when the sales are on I tend to think right I've got 10 girls parties that I know we're going to go to they're all going to be 10 years old so I'll think about one present on Amazon and then I'll just times it by 10 and have it delivered if you've got the money and um, so sometimes if I don't I don't do that I wait till it's on the sale or that and then I get um you know I, I, I do it and I, I go and buy a bunch of pack of 10 birthday cards and then I put them in my daughter's cupboard and say that's it if you're going to a party that's your present. Oh, that is such a good tip. Yeah, and then because then you don't have that frantic sort of oh, like yeah, it's just oh, another party stress this afternoon. Tip off, another isn't stress it? And, and not just a stress, but you run along the road to your local shop and a card costs you three quid and you know and, yeah. and the paper costs you two and before you know it you're like, Wow, I've just spent twenty five pounds on a kid's yeah. present that only meant spent five. Because you panic you know, by disorganised. Yeah. So then you feel bad that you've spent triple on what you need to you feel bad that because you took on too much that you had you you know you shouted at the husband or whatever oh piss off or you know yeah, exactly. just, you know the daily grind of life or you're yeah. a bit quick with your kids because you're like oh I've got to rush to the shop and this is really good this yeah. is going to be really useful not just for listeners but for myself yeah. I'm taking notes I'll be listening to this back fully uh, I love that yeah, so that's Christmas. I've not, I've not really heard of because when you batch food and stuff for Christmas, can it last? So I sort of start. Um, so if you were to, as you do, follow me on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, so I sort of start about October okay. and the start of October, and I just mm-hmm. do a few Christmas things that you can get out of the way, like mm-hmm. your bread sauce, your cranberry sauce, um, all of that. That actually take about four minutes to make each, and then you can put them in the freezer and they last till Christmas. Oh. So if you've got a big enough freezer, you can sort of do that. And then you can get to Christmas and you're quite stress-free. You've already got it done. You're not doing that manic trying to grab the last brussel. I love that. (laughs) Do you know, I I delegate a lot. So my mum is normally on the bread sauce and she did a Mary Berry, like a raw cranberry and the traditional cranberry. And that's kind of stuck for the past few years. But she's now off gluten because she had other tests. And we said, right, okay. Um and uh, she did it for the bread sauce is my one of my highlights of Christmas childhood but this year she did it for the first time with gluten free bread and it just wasn't the same yeah and I was devastated like the flavors were there with the cloves and stuff yeah but the texture was really gloopy and I was just like oh I'm so sad well you could probably make the exact same one with normal bread and. A really quick time. I'm going to do that for you next year, Joe. Oh, I'll send you I know, some press because, sauce. because I don't have the heart to say. She doesn't normally listen to my podcast. It's fine, but uh, I don't have the heart to say. Look, I because I, I was thinking I'm going to have to learn how to do bread sauce now. <laughs> it's a tradition. It's a family right. We're tradition. going to do that, people. We're going to do right. bread sauce, Joe. Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> Anything to get me Christmassy already. I'm like, yeah, collaboration. Let's, <laughs> let's get you around and get filming, guys. So let us know um, what your kind of favourite Christmas things are and we can do a little batch <laughs> Christmas at, uh, I was going to say Mummy Jojo, I'm kind of Mummy Jojo slash Jojo Freezer, um, if you've been following, but uh, whatever you want to call me. Uh, but I know, yeah, I'm loving do... the rebranding, It's I think it's fab. Yeah. Oh, I think, you know, you'll get when you build this personal brand and it's so much work and after I was asking you earlier when we were just getting set up how how you find like family and friends or people that knew you before the batch lady because some people would say to me oh mummy Jojo like what is all this about and some people see you as like a different person but you're still the same person but then your brand's on point with what you are how do you find people are adapting and how do you 
balance the two, like I know, Suzanne and the Bachelor. I know, it's quite tricky because um, actually for lots of friends and family that knew me before, you know, I wouldn't have a video camera at my wedding, you know, I'm not really into being videoed or sort of in pictures and yet I'm now doing the Bachelor and so basically I'm a vlogger, not a blogger because uh-huh. I don't, I'm really dyslexic so I never write, uh-huh. I always just um, video and, um, and here I am, you know, my face is always sort of on my branding and everywhere, which... Um, sort of makes me feel very Americanized, you know, because they're quite into that sort of look. Uh-huh. And as British, we're more reserved than that. Yeah. And so I think um, I think it's been tricky for some people who really know me to sort of get their head around it. Yeah. Um, and I always think, actually, I always think the people closest to you are the hardest to sort of see you change. Yeah, because you're know? just so used to a certain way. And they're yeah. like, well, what, what's I mean, that? I've got 50,000 followers that all go, woo loving it. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you'll have your bit, biggest critic is always sort of your friends and your family. Um, and so really what I'd say is, as much as I absolutely love all my friends and my family, I don't generally mix Batch Lady with what I do in my... You know, I don't chat about it that much. I mean... I do, but I just find it easier to sort of like keep it sort of slightly reserved because it's quite tricky. And we can go through, you know, huge family affairs and not one person will ask me about it. And I think, oh God, it's really weird that it's sort of the elephant in the room. But I think it's tricky. A lot, You know, people know you as a mummy and you're a stay-at-home mummy. Um, but I have a master's degree. I used to work in, in, in London for a multinational, but they didn't know me as that person. You know, right. they got to know me once I was a mummy with young kids and so to them this is completely different but I think it's really empowering I'm 43 and um, I started this 18 months ago and my life has completely changed and I, I loved my life before but I'm super loving this now yeah. and a bit like like Jojo Fraser you know it's like actually you know life doesn't sort of stop I mm-hmm. you know life actually can completely surprise you and start again mm-hmm. and I feel really empowered as a woman that I've sort of you know I've been there for my kids when they were little and now I'm, I'm getting a little bit more of my turn I always wanted to do something like building a brand when I started um like you know when I was at university and I was studying entrepreneurship and I thought this is amazing and then sort of life takes over and you think well those things are never going to happen and yet here we are I know it's amazing and I, I've been chatting to a lot of people about this some counsellors and people you know doing my research and we talk about identity and it's almost like when you become a mom right that's your identity now you're a mom you're selfless you don't really have to you know that academic side or that ambitious side should just be pushed and it's almost like there's this guilt if you want to do something else and it's absolute nonsense you know know. It's, it's it's really empowering to have our old identity as well you know before we were you know, and being a mum is magical. It's the hardest job you'll ever do, but it is magical. But there's a lot more to us than just being a mum. You know, we are our own person. Yeah. You know, I was... But also, yeah, I was like, we're our own worst enemy. <laughs> I mean, because when I started The Batch Lady, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm, I'm busy doing this and I've not done this. And, mm. and it takes you a while to realise, actually, you know, none of us are perfect. Yeah. And um, perfection is never going to occur. Yeah. So instead, I'm, I'm just riding the wave of <laughs> I love perfection. Riding the wave. And the thing is, we're not meant to be perfect. You know, we're not meant to be perfect. And perfect would be boring. Yeah, right? exactly. And I mean, there's, you know, even as the batch lady, there's, you know, there's plenty of time where I think, oh, I haven't got anything organised. Yes, mm. I can quickly defrost something and I'd have it. But, um, you know, it's life. That's yeah. the way it goes. And But what I do realise is, on the weeks that I am more on the ball and I'm completely organised, life is better. Yeah. You know, yeah. because you tick off all those worries. Yeah. Before your week started, you know, you've ticked them off and then you're sort of like, woohoo, I'm free. Yeah. You know? Um, so, uh, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's quite a lot of stress in us mummies, but... Um, I mean, I love listening to your podcast because there's so many sort of, um, not just mummies, but yeah. um, you know, there's so many people doing amazing things these days. And yeah. I live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you know, you've been there, yeah. literally in the middle of nowhere. If it wasn't for the internet, like, there's no way you could do anything like that. Yet yeah. here I can have a business at home in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and it can be on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram and it's out there. Yeah. Um, and so I think we're, we're living a, a, a cool age at the moment. 
It's really exciting. I was chatting on BBC about this last week because obviously there's new guidelines around social media and we need to be careful with the mental health trends. But we also need to remember all the amazing things like the opportunities for our kids, the opportunities for mums who are not sure what they're going to do or people that just want a change in career. It's amazing. It should be celebrated as well. Yeah. But I guess it's just always making sure and something I ask I was doing an interview recently about with the social media angel, she's called, she's the same publisher as me, she's got this great book out, and uh, she says, before she puts a post, am I trying to impress or am I trying to impact? And I thought that was really, really good, because yeah. it's clear, like, what you're putting out, you're trying to impact people's lives in a positive way. Yeah. And obviously there's the other side in social media where people are posting their green juice shake and going, yeah, I've just been to the gym, and yeah okay well what if someone doesn't want to have green juice you know uh, that yeah, was just no, I, 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 completely, used, but... I completely get you because actually I think you need to be um, so one of the things that I, I, I always try on the batch lady is to be absolutely honest you know yeah. so I was doing event, an event on Friday and um, a few people come up and said oh god I just love it because you talk about the things that we all do but we don't want to say out loud that we do yeah. you know we all buy a jar of lasagna sauce and, mm. um, and you know put it across our lasagna we all as somebody can tell you on Thursday one of the ladies in Marks and Spencer's who tapped me on the shoulder when I was buying a ready meal and said are you the batch lady oh, <laughs> oh, oh I might just die oh. <laughs> you know we all we're all normal people yeah. and we all do all of us are very the same doing all this stuff so I, I want to make sure that it's not you know that we're not saying well we're all perfect look what we're all doing it's not about oh, that it's yeah. about how you can get through you know that the madness of the day in a slightly mm-hmm less stressed way yeah it's it's so useful it, and i mean with what people are looking for now it's support we, we need content that's going to support people and yeah exactly. you genuinely love it and you believe in what you're doing it totally shines through so. yeah and i make sure it's all free mm-hmm. so um so it doesn't cost anybody anything so there's no there's no sell in it you know it's just yeah. come and join um it's all free you can look at the recipes you can watch the videos and yeah. i was into that from the minute that i started doing it you know and um, when i do events yes i get paid to do events and yeah. um, but in terms of my followers it is free they can yeah. uh, i'll give top tips and videos and i like that you know that's what it's about that's why i enjoy doing it because it's about helping other people as well yeah we've put out between us a lot of free content over the past we have, yes. <laughs> but the thing is, when you love it, you, you would do it for free, and then if you want to monetize it, the brands come or whatever. You know, for me, speaking gigs or um, because we do need to pay the bills at the end of the yeah. day, and there's exactly uh, it's just that balance between the two, and yeah. it's, it's doing it's working with brands as well. If I get a lot of brands approaching me, and I sort of think, well, is this? Do I love this brand? Am I happy to? Or actually, is there a fit there at all? Yeah, I know what you mean. I think, well, people call us influencers, don't they? These are all new words to me because I'm only sort of 18 months into this and I don't really do much of this. But, um, yeah, I think I'm really conscious that it has to be something that I I would use myself that I really enjoy doing. Um, For example, we've just signed that we're on the Highland Show. So we're on the Scotland's Food Larder. I'll be there for two days on the Friday and the Saturday, this Highland Show in June. And um, I love the Highland Show. You know, I go every year. My family's big into it. We're farmers. It's what we do. So things like that are huge for me. That's Mm -hmm. Because I believe in it, you know, it's Scottish produce, it's good food, it's just a good family day out. So things like that I love doing and that's the sort of thing that I'll put in. But if there's sometimes stuff that comes up that I think, you know, there's no way I'd use that product, then I wouldn't wouldn't do it either. I don't do much actually, I have to say, of sort of product endorsement, usually because I get really nervous. (laughs) I get If the videos are just for me and I'm standing in my kitchen, it's fine. But the minute I've got to talk about somebody else's product and actually give it to them as a video, I get really nervous so much better not doing it it's a lot of pressure but you just i guess as you say though if you love the products if you love you know it it shines through yeah and i think people like to know that they like Mm. to know what products that you use so i put quite a lot out on like i'm always in these sort of like bm bargains and home stores and all this so i'll put out if there's some pyrex dishes or some good ziploc bags and then um, and people do like you to recommend stuff that you know that you've used yourself you've bought it and it's good yeah. you know and it's you found it and it's cheap I, I love putting out stuff that i found in the shops and 
different stuff that's good to use. Yeah, tips. Because yeah, you're in the top norm, tips. You know? Yeah, I love giving top tips if I can. And actually, I love the fact that followers are my followers. Thank you, they're amazing. And um, they write in with tons of top tips for me. That's amazing. Yeah, then we I give them that. out to other people. Yeah. I mean, um, somebody just gave me one the other day, which when you have a jar of pesto, do you know how quite often if I was going to your fridge just now, Jojo, would you have a jar of pesto oh, that's half awful. open? Yeah. yeah. And then you open it, so you think you've got a jar. You open it and it's full of mold oh, you're like oh before. nice and you're looking at it thinking can I scrape that mold off all the kids notice <laughs> <laughs> don't do it people I'm only joking um but somebody gave me a top tip which is get your sharpie that you write on your ziploc bags uh-huh. and when you first open a jar just put the date on it with your oh, sharpie that's a good put idea. it back then you know when you last opened then it you know. top tip from one of my followers that I do all the time oh. now because the months go so quickly as we were saying and uh, you're like no I just got that a couple of weeks ago and you're like did I <laughs> I like that I'm going to use that I need to have like one of those boards with, with one of them ready there's a new um, Niduju Niducha is that how you pronounce it the sausage you know Niducha sausage oh I'm not sure oh my days it's so good it's so good it's, it's a new pesto I'm not being sponsored by Pesto for this, but right, well, uh, I must it's try really, it. Yeah, really, really, really good. Um, and so, how do you unwind? Because obviously, you're busy batching, you're putting out content. Um, you know, you're doing the school runs, you're balancing everything. You're a wife. You, how do you have those pockets of time to? Uh, it seems to be, you know, it's the buzzword is mindfulness at the moment, isn't it? And I'm a, a huge advocate yeah. of mindfulness, but pockets of time yeah. each day so I have um, one of the things it's a bit of a ritual in my house and I think because I've now managed to manage my weekday nights better uh-huh. so we have slightly more time so um, I always have a bath with candles oh, I love it only half an hour Oh, it's heaven, but isn't it? just when I when I um, put my daughter to bed, uh-huh. um, and my son gets an extra half an hour sort of before uh-huh. bed, and it's enough time for me to sort of have a half an hour candle lit bath. Oh, so and lovely. it's the same two cheap candles. It's nothing nothing fancy, uh-huh. but it's just it's a little bit of reflection time for me, and I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, as you know, so I'm massive because I'm into time. I'm massively into, um, you know that those pockets of time that are just wasted. So I have a half an hour school run there and back. Mm-hmm. So I, I really am into reading books, but I never get to read because mm-hmm. when do we ever have time to pick mm-hmm. up a book and read a chapter? So um, I download podcasts and audiobooks like mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe. Uh-huh. And so I, I actually really enjoy that time now. I drop yeah. the kids off. I've got half an hour to get back home. Um, and my office is in my house, so I'm going back home to, to work with... Um, one of my uh, a girl Bex who is my assistant works with me so we've got she's waiting for me at home by the time I get back but I have that lovely half an hour on the drive home where I listen to half an hour of my audiobook it really um, transforms a trip doesn't it yeah when you have that because I was going I was taking a motorway trip the other week for a speaking gig and the weather was a bit shady so I was quite anxious so I thought I'll download a book that I wanted to read for ages and it's really sort of motivating it's like a sort of hug you know those books oh, yeah. self-development ones and uh, it was just like I had a friend on the journey and it was, you know, really empowering and in the way back and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Even though I was a bit anxious when the freezing fog and you know me when I drove yeah. out to the farm, oh, yeah. I, take, I take my time, you know, <laughs> I don't go like flying around the zoomy roads, but that's just, I'm a sort of an anxious driver sometimes. But to have that, yeah, to have that distraction. Right. Yeah, and actually you're right, it is good to sort of, I sort of switch off on the way home, you know, and it's mm. just all about my next bit of the book. Mm. Um, and actually, it does really calm you. And I'm terrible, actually. I'll pull up to my drive, and Rebecca's waiting to start the working day, and I'm still parked in the drive just to finish the chapter. I'm just going to finish this bit. But also, then it makes you think, actually, I am doing something else for myself. Yeah. Because then when I do the school run in the afternoon, I've got another half an hour, so there's an hour that I've read a book. Yeah. That I wouldn't have had time. I would have instead, and I wouldn't have had the headspace. I would have been mentally going, oh my God, right, I'm picking up the kids and I'm doing this. Uh-huh. But it sort of allows you to switch off. And I think that's where I like to move the balance of time between does it all have to be stressful or can I change a few easy little things and then do stuff for myself. Yeah. And that does feel like that sort of time for myself, that enjoyable yeah. time. So where it could nice. easily just be a stressful school run, you know, where I've jumped in the car and think I'm five minutes late and off you go. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, I probably relax, bath. Mm. Put every, 
And I love a girly night. Yeah, you need to have that. Yeah. And see friends. Because when we're online a lot for work, it's really important to have that connection, like face-to-face discussions. I mean, I'm lucky because with the podcast, I get to have a lot of great discussions and one-on-one, so I'm not becoming a robot as it's tempting just to, how do you communicate? Exactly, Um, yeah. but, But yeah, to have like a good girly... I was saying to you earlier, though, sometimes I find... And I was researching this. I don't know if it's they say you're more introvert, you become more introvert in ways. But I really like one on one or smaller groups rather than those massive big girly nights. Yeah. Hey, what do you find? I'm the same. I wonder if you sort of grow up uh-huh. in a way, like because I loved big nights out for years and years. Yeah. And the last few na- the last few years, I really enjoy those smaller, intimate girly nights where you can actually have a good old chat, yeah. a proper chat. Where I think when they're big nights. You're sort of trying to get around everybody, so uh-huh. you're just doing that same sort of introduction. How are you? Did it, and you never yeah. quite get sort of into deep the deep conversations. Yeah, where I've loved sort of you know um, what I've, what I've really loved about doing the Batch Lady in the last eighteen months is the amazing women that I've met mm-hmm. that are all doing amazing things, and now we all go out and we chat. And yeah. um, Becky Becky from oh, she's, Coach, she's been great. And uh, there's so many people that I've met, and I love these sort of um, girly nights that make you feel sort of young and free again. Oh, I love it. And I always have a date night with my husband, because obviously my kids um, go to an after-school club, oh. so um, and they stay and have their dinner, so my husband and I go out for tea once a week. I love the way you do that. I'm quite jealous, actually. Yeah, but I think it didn't come until, I mean, my kids are 10 and 12, so they're a bit older before so I've it got came. time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love that, So um, and that's massive for us, because... Um, it does stop lots of the niggling. Yeah. Because you sort of have, just have a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not, that's one night a week where I refuse to cook. So we yeah. eat out before we collect the kids. And um, we have a, you know, we have a chat about the last week and what's mm-hmm. happening next week. And we sort of sort our diaries out. So, yeah, so it nice. stops all those little niggles throughout the week. You know, you we have just that have that quality. little quality time. Yeah. It's only an hour or two, but it's enough. Sometimes that just enough. Sort of, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's always amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's enough to sometimes just get a few bits and bobs sorted out. So um, it's, it's lovely. I uh, kindly being invited to one spa in a couple of weeks. Uh, for a massage we've got two hour massage each and then the day together and I'm so excited because I feel we're trying to communicate during the dishes and then the kids will come through and come on come on so we're constantly like oh chasing our tail trying to have a conversation then you forget what you said because we're not at that stage yet it's still quite manic you know we're both working full time we've got the kids we're Charlie's four, so he just wants everything straight away, so his manners aren't the best because it's all about me, 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 me. Yeah. And you're like, we're just trying to discuss things and clear things up and work out what we're doing. And so I'm kind of just really looking forward to having that nice sort of five hours together to have a conversation. Yeah. It's all the better for it, yeah. you know, there's so much better. Yeah, but- no, it definitely is. Because I mean, even although my kids are a bit older, you know, they're starting to get into teens, so that's all going to I'm just. I'm in the nice calm phase of life yeah, and it's nice. just about to rock it into teenage life so yeah. I'm just waiting on all that kicking off but uh, yeah we get in the so I get in the door at six o'clock at night with the kids and I have to walk the dog and we quickly have our meal and then we do homework and before you know it you sit down at nine o'clock at night and actually we've got no chat because yeah. we're both wrecked and you can't really think what you want to say because you're just like actually I want an hour in front of the TV before yeah. I sort of go to bed do you know it's funny that sometimes Scott will be like blah 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 mom have finally sat down and I'm thinking I've no energy to listen to you yeah. and it sounds awful but it's just I, I'm not, I've not I've no chat like and I don't, yeah. don't have the energy to listen because if you're wanting me to sit and actively listen I just want to switch off and put something on telly or read a book exactly and this is what you're talking about having five hours at one spa I'm coming back to batching it but that's yeah, I think batch, it's really yeah. important if you're doing something and you're doing it in a batch mm-hmm. then um, you sort of just have that one thing on your mind mm-hmm. so you can really focus on that one thing uh-huh. and you can do it better yeah you know like so uh, so rather than one hour a night trying to talk to your husband for yeah. five nights yeah and not really you know you've then got five hours and I mean that very rarely happens to yeah. any of us that you yeah. get to go to one spa so jealous one spa if you're listening can I have a ticket <laughs> 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 so um I think 
yeah, it's quite good to batch stuff like that because they do say if you read anything on mindfulness or um, things like that, that actually doing things in a group yeah. like that, grouping things together and getting them done, mm-hmm. clears your mind better. You're focused on that one thing, you uh-huh. get it done and you move on. Uh-huh. You know, none of us would, um, or, you know, it's, it takes a lot of effort if you pull the iron board out, the iron, and you iron one thing and you put it all away every single day. Yeah. Where if you iron five shirts, it takes you minimal time compared to doing that every day. You know, So yeah. it's little things like that that I think just batching things in life does make things easier. easier. And at the end of the day, it's all about headspace. <laughs> headspace. I'm feeling really inspired after this chat, actually. I think a lot of people are going to get stuff from it so thank you you're a legend well thank you my first podcast ever i've loved it (laughs) it's been so good and i I am totally going to re-listen as well because i'm so inspired and i want to drill it into my head all of these tips now we normally end with a song i won't make you sing if you don't want to but um what is your favorite karaoke song now do you know i've really struggled with this and i listen to so many of your podcasts and they all say we've really struggled with this so i'm not into songs at all so my kids laugh at the (laughs) hell out of me on the way to school that i don't remember any any words to any songs i don't know anybody's name who sings a song i mean i'm properly bad um, but the only thing that I could really say is my daughter and I have been listening to the um, the soundtrack from oh, um, The Greatest Showman. Oh, I love and um, This Is Me. Oh, it's so good, isn't and, it? And I belt it out with Zara because um, one of the things that I was trying, I really want my daughter and anybody that's got a daughter or who's a mother will know this is, I want Zara to realise that you can be empowered in life and you can be your own person. And The Batch Lady has really taught me that. at first I was frightened to be the batch lady and be who I wanted to be because Mm -hmm. of other people's perceptions Uh but I think you just become it and you just don't listen to the negativity so I sing this with her all the time about this is me and just be really sort of glad of who you are are. what a great um, and, and I know a lot of people love this song so sing along at home guys absolutely amazing well thank you so much we'll get that all hooked up and um, you've been wonderful brilliant thank you for having me it's been fantastic thanks lovely absolute tune what a pleasure to have you around here today I've loved it thanks I'm not a stranger to the dark Hide away, they say Cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, they say Cause no one will love you as you are But I won't let them bring me down to dust I know that there's a place for us For we are glorious Just words will cut me down I'm gonna send the blood, I'm gonna drown them out I am brave, I am bruised This is who I'm meant to be This is me Look out, cause here I come I'm marching on to the beat of
I make no apologies. This is me. The Bat Lady and Jojo. Yeah. Oh.